our last regular show was so long ago that I still had hope of getting an eight man. <laughs> Look how that turned out. Ron Castle, let's turn up. It's episode 15 of the Beacon Street Buzz, and we are springing into the final sports season of the year. We talk about how women's lacks can rebound from their recent cold stretch and re-enter the top five. We review hockey and basketball seasons and look forward to how the teams are reshuffling in anticipation for next year. And tonight's show marks the debut of our newest segment, Pepper's Points, brought to you by Pepper Green. Look forward into the show to find out what new sports knowledge Pepper learns tonight. We're moving into warm weather, and all seems right on the heights, well, except for my housing. Let's get buzzing. Also, really quickly, happy birthday, Dad. Big 60. back in a while. I mean, we've, this is Pepper's first regular show also. We kind of threw Pepper into our first interview with McKenna. Welcome officially, Pepper. Thank you. Thank you. You got any thoughts? Any share beyond that no. now? <laughs> I'm so excited. I've prepared a lot. Um, I think we'll get into it that I got some help from some guy friends about you know, some sports things going on. You're so welcome. I think that'll be a good addition. Tonight. We have a new segment at, that's coming at the end of the show. What, what is it called, Pepper? Uh, Pepper's points. Nick thought of that. <laughs> so yeah, we'll I'm a real, through. I'm a real creative guy. I thought I created that name, but okay. Whoever created. Oh my God! Who cares? Jesus. The one time. The one It's episode 15, the Beacon Street Buzz. Giovanni back with Jackson, Pepper as we heard, Nick and Timmy for our first regular show, and I, th- I think it's been three. I'm gonna go with three. After a you know crazy week for some of us and. Uh, Good week for others. Thank you. Good Thank housing. you. Yep. Congratulations, Jackson. Signing a new contract with the Walsh. Yeah. Walsh Wellers. Walsh Wellers. Yeah. No, Wellers. Wellers. Walsh Wellers. That's better. I like that. Yeah. Give yourself a nickname? No, nah, no. Nah, that's the team I signed with. The Walsh. I don't like that. Are you on the wrong Castle Kings? Oh, you're not sure yet. We'll find out tomorrow, right? Yeah. Actually, my pick time is during your intramural hockey game, so Paul's going to have to take a little, uh, he's going to have to take a long shift. Come to the penalty box with me at, uh, See what we signed up for. I don't know shift. He's, he's going to have to commit a penalty before he can go pick with you. That's going to be fun. I want to see what penalty he commits. At 637, I'm going to, uh, I'll give him a little signal to like slash someone or something. Get in a fight. So, yeah, tough week. We hope it worked out for everyone. Um, but we have not covered any of our sports officially since then. We've talked with McKenna Davis, who was a great interview with Donis Guzman, who was Played today in BC Bird Ball's win. We will get to some Bird Ball. They have been absolutely killing it. They've been ranked 16th in the country by the committee. And first they won today. today. Pepper, who did they play today? Sacred Heart University. And they won. What was the final score? 8-7. to seven. Boom! 8-7. to seven. This is such a patronizing segment. Right <laughs> oh, now. This yeah, is no. so, like, this hey. has to be, like, Pep- this Pepper's- has to be some PR thing going on right Guys, now. Guys, just know I do not feel bullied. I'm okay. Do she's not okay. worry about she's me. She's okay. She's learning. That's what someone who's yeah. being held hostage. <laughs> so let's get started, though, with some women's lax who has been trudging along through this early part of the season. They've had a really 
tough stretch to open this season. In their first nine games of play, they've played seven ranked teams, including number one North Carolina, whom they lost to 5-16 to over spring break, and most recently losing to Denver, who's ranked fourth in the country, 13-8. to They've dropped to seven in the inside lacrosse rankings from being fourth in the country and are 4-2 and two since we last covered them for 6-3 and three on the season. Now, Jackson, to our lacrosse expert here, they got production from the top attacking line. We saw an amazing game from Jed Medjid, the grad attacker, who leads the team in points and, and goals and had 14 points in a game this season. He scored eight goals. It's, like you're not, it's not like you're not getting production, but yeah. compared to other years... You know, it's not going as well. There's a lack of defense is what's happening here. If you look at all the games that BC's played in, when they win, they, they, BC's offense consistently puts up the same. Do not grab my chips. That was not funny. Sorry. Anyway, um, as BC plays, you realize they're, they're putting up the same amount of goals every game. The amount of goals they're allowing fluctuates every game. The weaker opponents, obviously, are on less. When they play teams like UNC... And um, who else, who they play this week in Denver? You they realize Denver that oh, they play Denver on Sunday. Oh, so who they? No, they play. Oh, they play Denver on Sunday. Yeah, yeah. yeah. In Jacksonville, Florida. Yeah, you realize that. You realize that. Um, that uh, you realize that the they're allowing more goals, and that's not something that they can have. I mean, the team itself. I think the goaltending is fine. It's really just the team defense around it. Um, I will say. <laughs> I will say though. Goalie wise, um, Shay Dolce, Dolce, how did I say her last name? Dolce. Dolce is a freshman. I don't think she's allowed a goal all year. So she far. has allowed a goal. And so is Rachel Hall. For your <laughs> how many goals? In one of her starts, she did not allow any goals. In one of her starts, she did not allow a goal. Just because she didn't so allow a goal in one of her starts. I think so she, she did. That would be impressive for any goalie, much less a freshman, in her first few games. Yeah, no, but um, that's what my point is. It's looking up. Rachel Hall, on the other hand. Uh, you could say she struggled a little bit. I don't really want to point the blame on someone, but the team defense and the goaltender has been a little bit lackluster this year. Well, I mean, yes, Hall's I mean, struggling, but also you look at this, and I think there's a similarity to hockey here where it's only so much on the goalie where it's on the defense and the goalie as a whole, I think. Nah, but but hockey was more on the goalie. I still stand by this, and I genuinely believe this. This is more, but as you're saying, yes, you're right. This is more... This is more on the team defense itself. I don't know. I've watched a couple of their games. I can't really identify why. Probably, if I had to guess, their inner wall line defense. I don't know what's called women's lacrosse, but their inner defense is a little bit weaker than the others. You can tell that they're kind of... In the games I've watched, the, the backside cuts have been wide open, which is something they kind of limit a little bit. But yeah. And also, I mean, switching between two goalies, almost hockey style, going back to that... Between Dolce and Hall, they've both succeeded and struggled this season, Jackson. And do you think that in, for right now it's good to get Shea the experience or keep Hall down the stretch? I say you give Shea a little more experience. Um, it doesn't hurt this early in the season, especially when you're playing teams like this where if you play a weaker team, might as well just throw her in there, see what happens. If she plays like she has been playing, I don't. it really shouldn't matter. If she gives you a better chance to win, put her in. It makes complete sense in my mind. Don't really care if you're a graduate student. If the freshman's outplaying you, the freshman should play. That's kind of how it works. Uh, going into some other, going into some other stats. Um, yeah, you're getting production from the top attacking line. It's Medjid, uh, Bell Smith, and McKenna Davis who we had on the show. McKenna's second in points on the team with 36, and leads the team in assists with 25. That's an unprecedented number through only nine games. And Bell is at six goals against Louisville and has 33 points on the year with. 
22 goals and 11 assists. And looking forward to the schedule for women's lacks, the toughest part of the schedule is most certainly out of the way. As I said, you played seven ranked teams in nine games. But only two ranked teams remain, 11 Notre Dame and the first team in the country, the Syracuse Orange, who are 9-0 and right now. And so, Jackson, looking at the rest of the schedule, do you think that there's a really solid chance that BC can move back up into that top five? To be honest with you, no. And it's not saying that BC will be losing some games. It's just I know the teams in front of them that will just consistently keep winning. The only way that BC moves back forward really is if they keep winning. They win some big games, and that the teams in front of them. More probably, importantly, probably take beating Syracuse. I'd say. Yeah, the pro- the teams in front of them need to. Oh, Syracuse won in the country. They're inside the class hasn't won. Yeah. Okay. So that's what I said. If they well, yes, they need to keep winning. But if they beat Syracuse, yes, by all means, they should be back in the top five. Again, it's hard to do. I had no idea Syracuse was number one. Did UNC lose? So. We don't know. It's fine if we don't we know. Look, we can look up. We can, we can look it up. But, we'll yeah. Look, we'll get our research team on that. Get a research team. Ahem, research team. Australia. <laughs> Nicholas. I don't know what you think this is. I'm not doing anything. <laughs> you're on the big screen, though. You got to. We don't use the big screen. Um, oh, I'll use the big screen. Actually, because I do research right now. Yeah. Tim, you're on your phone. Look at it. All right, anyway. So, so I got... Research team is here. North Carolina did lose. They're, they lose they're too. 7-1, and they lost to Northwestern, who is ranked third. Yeah, Northwestern's a good team. Yeah, okay, so just... That means Syracuse hasn't lost yet. So, by all means, you can beat Syracuse. You really have no idea. So, yeah, just beat the teams in front of you. Beat the teams behind you. Just keep winning. Obviously, that's really the only way to move to the top five when you're up ranked this high anyway. The only way to stay up there is to keep winning. Something that, sure, BC Sports don't really know how to do, but you know. except for this team, though, if they're going to pick any team to win, it's I'd say. And if we want to transition, baseball knows how to do that too. Baseball does know how to win. Seamless transition. As right Pepper there. saw today, eight-seven win, bottom of the ninth. Vin Chimini with the driving see, run. Yeah, walk-off single in the bottom of the ninth. Nick, obviously, we haven't really looked at this team's whole season yet, but we talked about it a little bit with Adonis. They beat number three Tennessee down in Knoxville. They got a series win in Florida State the other weekend. They took two of three from Virginia Tech, who's another ranked opponent. Nick, what has been the difference for uh, the guys on Bird Ball this year? Well, obviously, uh, I, I can't say that I've obviously watched them last year. I'm not going to lie and pretend like I have. But I think one of the biggest differences they have is that every three games or so, they have Chris Flynn, who's just a stud, on the mound, he recently won ACC Pitcher of the Week. He's a stud. You know, essentially what you know is that in a series, you're going to win one of the games because he's going to pitch. He's going to pitch seven innings of one run ball almost every time. It's all about winning one of two. And they've been able to win those games. And you saw, you know, they lost to... Um, who they lose to on... Uh, that was Northeastern. Yes, they lost Northeastern yesterday. But not in a low-scoring game, in an 8-7 to seven game. So Against a team you should beat. And it's a tense team you're supposed to beat when you're ranked like we are now. They're, the lineup has been clicking. When the lineup, they have good, What they have is they don't have... How do I, I don't know how to say this without being like kind of a jerk to the baseball players because they really are good players. But they don't have... A bunch of stars, like a lot, like you have at like a van. Well, I would argue like Flynn, who's ERA. Flynn's great. I but like I said, I, I'm talking about the lineup though. 
I'm talking about that. Well, yeah, season. Flint. Flint for note, Flint is five and zero this season with an ERA of zero point nine one. That's what. I, that's which what is I, absolutely ridiculous. It's almost like I was saying that. Yeah. Anyway, I don't think you were, to be honest. It's almost like I just said that. I, I mean, I wish we could rewind, but it was almost like I was just talking about that guy. Um, regardless. Their lineup is just playing above their weight right now this season. And I don't know if it's sustainable, but it just seems like it is. The way they've been able to scratch across. Yeah, I mean, look, and sometimes in, I think especially in college ball, that you see teams that are, you know, maybe not as talented as a team like Tennessee that are able to, if they click and play really well, come out with some big-time wins. Like, those are... You know, the fact that you're going to win two ranked series within the conference, beat a team like Tennessee, and continue to win games like they went on a 10-game win streak, right? And I don't think that happens. Well, I mean, look, you may not have huge stars, like like national names, but you have guys like Joe Vetrano, who has 14 RBIs this season and is batting, hold on, let me get that, 250. He's batting 250 this season with six home runs. So he's definitely been your biggest bat. So you look at that, but you look at that. I mean, he, you know, he's batting 250. It's not like it's not like he's a superstar, but he's been really productive for this team. And but that was that's yeah. essentially my point. Yeah, that, here's a, yeah, exactly. There's the no stars making. for this team, and the, I'm saying there doesn't have to be for them no, to win. We've seen them win without well, a we'll huge how, star. Well, we'll see how far this goes. I mean, if they get to Omaha, which you know now seems like a possibility, yeah, it actually seems somewhat realistic for. Um, you know, for can they can they continue this? If you know they can, Chris Flynn can't pitch every game. They're yeah. gonna give up five, six runs to these star teams. They gave up seven or eight runs to Tennessee in the game that they won. You know? Yeah. So can the offense do it every time? And uh, the answer is I don't know. And so they, looking ahead, uh, they played number 24 North Carolina State this weekend. A Nick, game that Nick and I are calling on Friday. Pull up, 4 o'clock in Brighton. Not like we're promoting anything. But they have a lot of ACC opponents down the road. They go to Louisville. They play Georgia Tech. Geo, did you just call NC State North Carolina? Yeah, I was going to say that too, but I, I just don't want to stop I'm reading the house. I'm reading the list on the schedule. To be, NC- fair, to be fair, they are North Carolina State. Yeah, but that's like, I don't know. I don't like well, no, that. Like, you, like, you, like, you don't like the government name for the college? Yeah, just call it. Like, call? Yeah, call it. Timothy Anderson. And actually, yeah, nah. and looking down this Maybe. schedule, guys, they play. Occasionally. I think much like lacrosse, they're the hardest part of their schedule is out of the way. They only play, as of now, one more ranked opponent from now to the end of the season. That's NC State. You're welcome, Timmy. This, um, this weekend coming Good. up Friday, Saturday, Sunday. And, and so, so, look, sometimes when you get teams that have a really back-loaded schedule where it's not that, or rather front-loaded schedule with ranked teams, you'll see them start to say, okay, well, maybe we can take our foot off the gas a little bit and – when that happens, sometimes you start to play down to teams, which is never good. And so if Birdball can avoid that, Nick, I think they're in really good shape, especially if you get past this week. It's not even just playing down to teams, but like I said, if you want to go, you know, try to win the ACC tournament, and if you want to play in Omaha and actually try to compete for a championship, then you can't, you playing, not having a tough opponent for a long stretch of time can make you soft. So hopefully they'll keep the ga- they'll keep their foot on the gas, and hopefully that won't set them back by playing opponents who probably aren't as skilled as them. I, I'd hope that too, Jackson. I just got to address one thing about these chips here. So I'm going to preface this by saying that Jackson, Jackson brought in an enormous bag of chips to the room today. I bought them from El Pilon when I got yeah. my burrito. Jackson, you bring this enormous bag of chips and you plop them down the middle of the table as if we're not going to eat them. 
I didn't plop them down in the middle of the table. Well, they're here in the middle well, of the table. Now they are. They weren't to begin you, with. You opened, you pulled them out of the Thanks, bag. Thanks, Parker. Appreciate it. Thanks, Joyce. It's an easy one. Joyce. Joyce. Yeah, we gotta address that. Your Speaking of government is... names. No, no. Speaking, <laughs> Speaking of government names, Joyce. Joyce. Um, we don't Would you even... rather JP or is... JP's tough. Joyce fine. <laughs> JP's tough. Or a PJ? PJ's not tough. That doesn't work. That doesn't work. It's flipping names. PG. PG. It'd be PG, not PJ. Yeah, it's my middle name. And so it's JPG, which is like JPEG. Wow. Like, wow. Like the, like the, like the photo? Wow, JPEG. I like that. Wow. I like JP, though. <laughs> I can't answer that. Like, I honestly have no idea. Plead the fifth. Yeah. Giovanni, isn't, don't you have a different... What's your middle name? No, when Gio pronounced him, when he introduced himself with Gio... I, 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 but it it like annoys me when Gio does it because I feel like he, yes it does he says it in a way that he's like I Giovanni like I'm better than you Gio say pretend like you're introducing first of all first of all first of all it's Giovanni never says Gio it's Giovanni it's not Giovanni I introduce myself by my name and my name is Giovanni. I don't. That's horrible. But that is that horrible. That's my name. But do you like no one? Like I do not be like. Oh, my name is Nicholas. No, but you wouldn't be like Gio is Nicholas. Not but who calls? Who calls you Giovanni? I do. My, my family. I do. He calls me Giovanni sometimes. Giovanni. Never. I only heard you call me. When I, when I talk to the people like for. I, I, we, when I'm mad at him, I call him Giovanni. The networking thing, I call myself Nick because why? Because Nick is a nickname. So is Gio. Yeah, yeah, bro. I'm, I'm, I'm not gonna lie. If I'm listening to like a podcast. What? That's deep. Whoa. So nickname is Nick for Nicholas, the original nickname. Yes. That took a left. This conversation took a left. That's turn. You're brilliant. What's your major? It has to be. Philosophy. Wow. No, no. <laughs> Imagine, I would love to be a philosophy If you were a philosophy major, Timmy. That'd be sick. That'd be awesome. With like a minor in Russian studies. That's my RA, by the way. Just cause, like. Yeah, just cause. He said he wants to speak Russian, so but he minors in Russian studies. Final note before we move into hockey. I introduced it. All right. I was given that nickname. I never asked to be called Gio. You asked That is to also true. Nick. I never I don't be like guys. You, you guys prefer call to be called Nick. Nicholas? It's just my name. It's just what people have called me That's the same. That's the argument I'm like, trying to make. I, that, I've always gone by Pepper. I've never been called Joyce. Gio, like but would not you... Not like when your mom gets really mad. She's like, oh, God damn it, Joyce. No. Well, <laughs> well my Pepper, mom will give me, like, my full government name when, I, when she's mad at me, if we're talking about that. But that's so different, Gio. That's so different. Okay, uh, we'll, we'll table that. The, ni the nickname isn't just for, like, Nick, though. Like, I'm not going out of my way to call him Nicholas. I'm saying Nick. That's just so much easier. It's a convenience thing, really. It is a convenience thing. Really, what I Gio, am is... Gio is a convenience is thing. So you're lazy is what you're talking But I'd never, like, I'd never be like, it's oh, my, my name is Nicholas, you know? You gotta... I make your name harder. I go from Tim to Timmy. Yeah, because that's a huge... Yes. Yeah, yeah but see how he entered, because Pete, that's... Okay. So I'm having a great time with this conversation. Yeah, that's so much. Maybe the philosophy major over there. Um, let's see if Jackson can use some of his philosophical skills to analyze hockey. I have no philosophy. Seamless transition Ooh, from Mr. Not Kalata. as good as the first one. Thank if you. He keeps saying the transitions are seamless. <laughs> they're not seamless. And they, and they does not ruin it. Seamless. If you say it, they're does not ruin it. We know you do it every time. Alright, let's move it back. Let's move it back. 
Well, they, they don't need no introduction. Uh, that's not a good thing, though. So don't want to get in the way. Look, they did not execute in the Hockey East playoffs like we thought. In the game where they lost to Merrimack, it looked like they could win. I mean, I'm not going to lie. I mean, one nothing game, obviously, you win. Mitch Benson was playing out of his mind, and then he let in the most Mitch Benson goal I think he I have so ever insane. seen in my entire life. Just, but, I mean, honestly, if there was a way to lose that game, that's probably how it was going to happen. Other than Cutter, you know, hitting three fucking posts in the game. That happened, too. I don't know why he did that, but you know, he just scored. No, I just did. He's gonna bleep it out, or he's not going to. I don't know. Do we bleep stuff out now? That's um under further review. Okay, under further review. Anyway, no. But moving into next year, obviously there will be some more shakeups with the team. Uh, Nestorenko leaving obviously is the biggest killer. As we congratulate him as he played his first game NHL game last night with the Ducks. Thirteen minutes, a couple shots on goal. Congratulations, Nikita. Always good. No, let's clap for that. Let's clap for that. Come on, Timmy. Anyway, as I, was, as I was talking, Mitch Benson signed with a minor league, minor league team. Congratulations to him. I mean, I'm not doesn't say anymore. Not going. Obviously, I've been a hater of Mitch Benson, but I really do wish him well throughout the his next couple stages in his career. Um, but looking into next year, I don't think we're gonna lose that. We lost a couple of older guys that didn't really play, but there has been news that breaks where. We are, what's it called, they're also going to start doing some cuts to shake up the roster a little bit. I don't know who's going to get cut. No one knows who's going to get cut. Um, we hope that whoever does get cut will hopefully find somewhere else to play that they won't end their career. Um, we wish everyone the best, obviously, but it is what the team needs, considering the amount of freshmen that are going to come in next year, too, which is bring me to the next point next season. Um, if you look forward, though, Although BC had a down year this year, they will be not having a down year next year. BU will be weaker next year, other than the addition of Lane Hudson, who honestly might leave. I don't know if he's drafted. I don't. I think he is. Is Lane Hudson drafted? Nick, do we know this? I can put this out. Hold on, keep talking, Jeff. All right, Lane Hudson's drafted. Um, BU's going to get a lot weaker. They're very senior heavy, so that definitely opens the door up for us. And as we're getting a lot of freshmen, USA, especially from the USA hockey team, it's just next year's going to look good. Yeah, Nick. No, I, I my only interjection was that I don't know why you keep asking me these questions. I don't know. You just seem like a very knowledgeable guy. I am not the hockey guy. I don't, I don't know. I, Gio, what were you going to say? Is Lane Hudson, Hudson um, is on the Canadians. Oh, so he is drafted. So he might leave. Honestly, actually, Canadians would be the type of team that might take him next year. So who knows? We'll see. Uh, keep our eyes on the news recently as BU enters the NCAA playoffs, hopefully to lose in the first round. The first round draw. No, all I know is that Cornell's winning it all, as they should be. Sure. But it's fine. Yeah. No, we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. Do you have any takes? You no, I just think we have a really strong uh, freshman class coming in next year for hockey. Um, so while there is going to be a lot of shakeups, a lot of people leaving this year, um, I think we're going to – I think it's all going to work out, but we're not going to know exactly who's coming, who's leaving for a little bit. But yeah. once we know. We do know one person that's coming in, though, uh, from Lake Superior State, defenseman Jacob Banks. Yeah, it's a, it's, a, it's a good addition. Good, big, strong, physical defenseman. Something the team didn't really have this year, to be honest with you. I mean, you, they had some good puck movers, and they still do have some good puck movers, some better, stronger defensive players, but no one who can really throw a hit, like hard. And that's what this guy does. So. Yeah. yeah, so besides Nestoranko to Anaheim, we'll see. Who else leads the final point leader on the season, as you guessed, Cutter Gauthier, 37 points, 16 goals, 21 assists for the future flyer. 
as we move right into basketball to see reviewing their season. And team reshuffling obviously happens every year. What I would say, Nick and Timmy, were an up was an up year for Earl Grant and the boys. Well, you know, and wait, wait, sorry, I want to interrupt you. And because of that good year, what does Earl Grant get? Read the notes. So part of my pepper points, I got Earl Grant, two-year extension that lasts through 2028-2029 season. Thank you, that's, Tommy, for that. That's very true. I bet money he's not here in 2029. I, if, he, if he's still here in 2029, he probably didn't do a great job. Yeah, that, mean, that means we probably won around 14 to 18 games per year for the next six yeah. years. But, okay, so let's, let, but let's talk about why is he still here. BC did not have high expectations this season. And, frankly, for most of it, they lived up to that hype of nothing. But For the beginning. For the beginning. But once they got healthy, once Post came back, QP, they started playing really well. According to my sources... Big he, sources. Big the nine, sources. The nine ACC wins BC got this year was the most since 2010-2011, which is very impressive considering that we haven't been in the tournament at all during that time. So pretty much a huge improvement. You know who was on the team then? Who? Reggie Jackson. Reggie Jackson. Reggie Jackson. Who's the NBA player on this team? If there is one. <sighs> Chaz Kelly probably. Uh, that's wow, the, yeah. that's a I would say pitch. that, too. Chaz Kelly. If anyone's got a future in the NBA, it's probably him. It's probably Chaz Kelly. Um, but I think, you know, you have to say that the season ended up being a success. It felt like the team was going to make more of a run in the ACC tournament, but they fell apart to UNC, which is fair enough. Yeah, I mean, they got pulled out. Um, but With, you, when Big Hall went down, I thought we had a chance. But but then he came back, and then Quinn Post went down. So, yeah. But let's talk about Quinn Post. Quinn Post averaged in the games he played – which, you know, he couldn't stay healthy, yeah. which was kind of tough. He had one us. stretch where he was absolutely unstoppable. But, you know, with a guy, he's seven foot tall. He's most improved in the ACC, he right? Was. He was great, most improved in the ACC. And, he was great. and a future entry into the draft this summer. Yes, but he won't get drafted. No, he won't. He won't get drafted, but... Uh, as He'll I was, be a good G League player. Well, I was telling Gio this before. Um, there was a guy, you know, I, I brought up St. John's a lot during this podcast when I talk about basketball, but there was a guy oh, who used to play for St. John's. You know. Well, Uncle yeah, Rick. Rick, Uncle Rick, Uncle Rick's back. Um, there was a guy who used to play for St. John's named Shamori Ponds. Ooh, and Shamori Ponds, big Shamori Ponds. Love guy. Shamori Ponds. If you're from New York City, you you love Shamori Ponds. But Shamori Ponds did a similar thing, which is what he declared for the draft, but he didn't, uh, didn't get drafted. He didn't get drafted, so he came back to St. John's for another year. So that's what he's going to do. He's not going to get drafted, but he wants to know what his stock is right now, and that's fair enough. Hey, a lot of players actually don't want to get drafted. Austin Reeves on the Lakers told teams he did not want to get drafted. Because well, I think also because you, wanted it, more of a chance you go to the G League, right? And that's where they send these second round, A lot of second-round guys don't want to get drafted because they're better off signing as unrestricted. Uh, I think if you yeah, have the opportunity, there'd be more of an incentive to go play another year at college if you can. Well, especially nowadays with NIL. Yeah, why not? Yeah. Yeah. I think that's he's, what happened, yeah. So he's going to probably come back because I think he really enjoyed playing here. So yeah. I wouldn't worry about him transferring. If I was we, him, I think I would yeah. think about transferring, though. If a big program came after me. I still don't think so. I think, I th- honestly, I think sh- uh, almost Zay, Zay Flowers almost set a standard at BC, which is when you're the star at BC, you don't transfer. That's you. That was something that, like, I mean, like, he's, yeah, I mean, when you have a guy like Zay Flowers be like, I'm going to stay, that sets a tone yeah. for the kind of college it is. You know, you do lose Makai Ashen Langford. Who was essentially the the entire team for for large periods of the season? He was our whole offense. 
Um, how well, do you fill that hole? Prince has to step up. Yeah. That's what you're looking at next season. Uh, Prince has to step up. You're going to see a lot more of Chaz Kelly. Uh, Jaden Zachary, who I think deserved to be an all-ACC defender. Yeah, he was really good. Um, is gonna especially play, down the stretch. Especially down the stretch. The game, I think, was his best. If they, if they can win those games early in the season and play similar ball to what they did this season, they are a bubble team. But what's what's going to kill them is all the graduating guys. I didn't know. TJ Bickerstaff, he's gone. Bickerstaff, losing Bickerstaff is, is huge. Is McLaughlin out? I no, McLaughlin's still here. No, I'm thinking they're getting a good, they're getting a good freshman class coming hey, out. Hey, that's right? two three-stars. Yeah. Yes. So. They got Jaden Hastings, 6'9", 225. And they got Fred Payne, point guard, 6'1", from Texas. And they're expecting a lot. Well, no, actually, next year they're not expecting too much from those guys. And then they also had uh, Donald Hand, who was a redshirt this year. I, Will I'm Donald Hand stay? I'm not him. sure. Really? I'm, I'm not sure. Ooh, I don't um, like that. He's out, Nick? I don't know if he's going to stay. It depends because you have a lot of guards. I'm yeah. very excited to see him, though, if so he gets to play. Hopefully, hopefully he will. What I'm just going to need to take a big step is Armani Mighty. I liked him a lot, but he's – I mean, where is he? I, I don't know. Is he is he second tallest on the team? Outside of six, well, he six might, nine, he's, he's huge. He's he, I think he's six ten. We'll though. see. We'll see. We'll see. I think you have a very similar team to the one you had this year, but you lose Makai, and so which is huge. It'll offense. be it'll be about who steps up. I think Chaz will step up. I think Scott yeah. Prince. It's gonna come down to Prince. It doesn't matter. It has it it has to be him. It can't be I mean, he really doesn't get the opportunity, though, when you yeah, think about it. He develops a jump shot. Well, I would, uh, I would yeah. argue against that, Jackson. And he rebounds the way that I thought he could. 17, 18, maybe that he 20 showed. minutes He's shown that he can rebound yeah. like that. So, but, yeah, basketball is pretty straightforward. We, did, we played above expectations towards the end of the year. If we didn't start so slow, we'd probably have been a bubble team. Yeah. Um, and, you know, you're hoping – that's your ex- but now you have high expectations next year, yeah. and that changes everything. When you go in with high expectations, you can't lose those games at Maine anymore. Do we, do we think Jaden Zachary can – I think, honestly, next year's success relies on Jaden Zachary. And if Do you think he can possess more of an offensive game? He is a great offensive game. It's just he's not a great – or I don't want to say that about him because I think he's really a good no, I think he's on, on, But he's well, not he's a terrific PC. playmaker. Yeah, he, and he can't create a shot. Like we don't have a guy. great – Playmaking point guard, and that's kind of a problem for us. Fred Payne. Fred Payne, maybe. So Haven't seen any tape on the guy. We'll see. So we'll see. It's uh, they have higher expectations next year, though, and, and now I you think, have to live up I to think, them. I think it's a little obvious to say, but that happens because of one game. They can have because of oh yeah, Virginia. Yeah. Virginia. I mean, Virginia is, is is one of the biggest wins in program history, just because not even because like oh wow they you know. It's because of how bad the team had been, BC basketball had been recently, and to win that and, game, and then the fact showed, that you slapped them like it wasn't even a close game. It was close. With for, that being said, Virginia shot. Virginia was frauds. We all knew that. We all knew Virginia was frauds anyway. So. Furman. I mean, I picked Furman. Like I picked years. Furman too. They were frauds. You don't I lose to BC. I would like to say that I as well picked Furman. I did pick Furman. You know, I think Peppers. Bracket is a great transition into Pepper's Point segment. Before we get to Pepper's Point, I did have them losing to Charleston. I did have them losing to Charleston in the next oh, round. No one asked. Anyway. That's what, Charleston didn't even make the next round. So, so Pepper, do you want to start? Um, do you want to go on your phone there and read some of the, uh, explain what the, segment is the notes? All right. So, as you all probably know, I do not know that much about sports. So, I have began asking some of my guy friends about sports. 
about pressing things going on in the sports world uh, so that I can sound more knowledgeable on this podcast. Uh, I honestly do not have that much on here, and I've already said one of them. You guys so have already gonna, talked about one of them. So we're gonna, what we're going to do is she's going to read a couple of them, and then we're just going to throw a couple sports terms at her. And we're gonna, what we're going to do is essentially, uh, by the end of this whole thing, you know, after a few episodes, she's just going to be so knowledgeable. It's like, it's, yeah, I mean, we'll see. There will, so, be, a, there will be a quiz at the end of the semester, though. So, <laughs> so <laughs> go ahead, Pepper. Uh, read the first one. All right, this is the first thing. Uh, Celtics beat Sacramento last night, and it was their 50th win. That's what I'm talking about. So what do you what do you think that means for the Celtics? Do you think they can get that one seed going into the playoffs? Because with how with how strong the East is looking, very important. So do you think they can get that with the Bucks and Sixers so hot? I like the Bucks and the Sixers more. Who so you, who's your favorite player on the Bucks and, and, and also on the Sixers? Um, I don't know any players on the Bucks, but on the Sixers, Joel Embiid. Peppers you, from Philly. Let's just throw that out there. The Philly, Philly pride stays there. Um, so do you think you think the Celtics, you know, some people are saying that the Celtics uh, are, might be frauds. They're on a cold stretch. They're on a cold They're stretch. On a cold they stretch. might be frauds. Harry, do you think get out of the way now. Do you think that Al Horford can help lead this team to a championship? <laughs> you talk? Oh, could you, like, repeat who that was? Sure, sure. That's Al Horford. Starting power forward. You know, I'm just going to say probably not because um, the Sixers are doing really well. It's a great homer answer. Noah's going to love it. Go with Knicks. Al's a former 76er. Al is a former 76er. So he's now a traitor. Um, oh, you, you next, actually next traded point. him. Oh. Yes, sir. <laughs> okay. Next point, Pepper. Next point. I wasn't good enough for the Sixers. Exactly. Um, USA lost to Japan in World Classic Baseball. Um, World Baseball Classic. World You're not supposed to correct her, Demi. I'll finish reading. I was just trying to help. We're only here to support. We're only here to support. <laughs> All right. Happy National Women's Month. Keep going, Pepper. <laughs> okay, I'm keeping okay. that in. This is crazy. Um, then this is local. Um, just that bird ball lost to Northeastern yesterday. Wait, what oh! did you think of the, of the World Baseball Classic final last night, Pepper? What did you think of it? Well, I think, I think that Japan's a really strong, strong team. What players like? The ones on their team. Sure. Shohei <laughs> Atani. I heard they had a, like, a really good pitcher. They did. That's they close, did. actually. Yeah. That's better. Uh, so, Japan has this one guy named Shohei Otani. He's there. He, pitches he pitches and, and bats. Oh, yeah, well, that. Oh, he pitches and he hits. Yeah. Wait, I thought you can't. I thought, I thought you, you can't. can't. Um, oh, of course you can. That if you also pitch. Uh, you can. You can. <laughs> no, no, you heard that well, one. No, no, they actually. So she's right because up until a couple years ago, uh, if you're in the AL, you couldn't do that because of the DH. Oh, wait. So they changed actually? the rule. So they changed the rule because of him. Or Shohei. Well, wait, or Shohei. So she's technically she's right. None of our pitchers at BC also that. No, but they some pitchers in college do. I can't. There aren't a now, lot of Shohei Otani's out there. It's not a common thing. Former LSU. So, so crazy. LSU picture Jordan Peterson did that. Hit a walk-off one time. Actually, but he, right. he said he never batted he before, he if I remember never that. batted in high school. Yeah. He wanted to get a swing up there. But yeah, so Shohei Otani is, is, is that dude. That guy. And going to Bert and going to Bird Ball. Our friend Adonis did not play in that game, but he played today. Didn't he get an RBI yes, today? he did. He, he played did today. Play today. Pepper got a great video of Adonis getting an RBI today. We'll post it. We'll post it on the story. Um. All right, Pepper. Next point. 
right, my other two points I think we've already talked about. Um, yeah, I talked about Earl Grant, and then you guys already talked about QP. Which is? Who is? Oh, come on. You got it. I've said, I've said his name this multiple times. I this said his name bad. multiple times. I, I t we talked about exactly what you're about to say. QP. Enters for the draft. We were just talking about it. We said, I think, so, I think Which, Timmy said his name. I think Nick said his name. So, so I'll, the second letter of his first name is U. Well, most, most words. <laughs> oh, so she the got it. So the cool thing about the cool, no, well, she it got helped. It. It it helped. The cool thing about words with, that start with Q, though, actually, is or any, always is, has to is come the after. U always follows the Q. So just a fun, just a fun fact. So what a great, what a great hint. Did it help or not? She got it, you know. Um, okay, what was the, and also, um, what was the term you learned today at the game? Bunting. No, the other one. <laughs> he did learn the bunting. No, wait, wait, wait. Describe bunting. Describe bunting. Yeah, bunting. Okay, so, bunting. So, this is what Sacred Heart was doing the entire game. Um, they would just, like, really? tap the ball instead of actually hitting it. And what, why, do you know why they were doing it? I mean, they were getting people to the bases, so it was working. And, and the pitcher was that good. That they Nick, Nick wait, Nick, enough. why is why are they good players though? What do you mean? Because he gets on base. He gets on base. That's Moneyball. <laughs> do you do you, do you like that strategy? Because it's very it's very controversial in baseball. I do not like that strategy. I felt she like knows ball. She knows ball. She knows ball. That's like absolutely. She knows ball. BC Birdball players were not doing that. Bur BC Bird. If you tell that to BC Birdball players, they'll love you. If you say that you don't like bunting, Joey players B hate hits the dingers. Players hate no, the bunt. I thought it was so I, like the occasional I was like, bunt. you're taking the easy way out. They're not going to try to actually hit it. Because well, player, so players hate it because you're essentially you're giving away an out, which is actually, bad. Like the, yeah, but the bunt is sick. Like, no, if you yeah, can I mean, lay down a nice bunt. No, the guy in Japan did a nice one the other day. The guy in Japan did a nice one the other day. Well, isn't Japan where they do the uh, they do the bunt derby, contest? The bunt derby. That's really yeah, cool. I, the bunt derby is fucking sick. Um... Go watch BC Birdball play 24 NC State, Timmy. You're welcome. Gio, do you want to close us out here so I we can go get mozzarella sticks? Thank you, everyone. If, if, you're, if you're listening right now, please comment on our most recent post, Potatoes. For 15% off of this drop. Thank you for watching all the